This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the fourth Sunday of Easter, Good Shepherd Sunday, the 25th of April. As this is Good Shepherd Sunday, I'd like to share with you some personal reflections on what a shepherd is in the church. At the time of my Silver Jubilee as a priest in 2009, someone sent me an article that they'd read in a parish magazine that was entitled The Perfect Priest. It said, the perfect priest preaches for exactly eight minutes. He condemns sin, but never hurts anyone's feelings. He works from 8am until midnight. He is also church janitor and secretary. He makes £70 a week, wears good clothes, drives a good car, and donates £45 a week to the parish. He's 29 years old and has 40 years experience. He makes 15 house calls a day and is always available in the parish office. Well, before I became a priest, I received a great deal of advice, as indeed I'm sure many married people receive advice when they're engaged, about getting your priorities right. I never quite understood as a youth why they used to emphasise so much the practicalities of the vocation, but I do now. Because since becoming a parish priest, I've learned more about drains, boilers and roofs than I would ever have imagined or ever wanted to know. And I've also had more insights into human nature and human behaviour than I would ever have had from a career in the world. The first thing that God asks of anyone is that we should be the best possible person and be the best at what we are doing so that we can arrive at heaven. Our job is to become holy, therefore, so that we can get to heaven. And that goes for whether we're a priest, married person, engaged, widow, single, man, woman or child. What comes first is that we strive to live according to the state of life we are in and being credible signs of that lifestyle. Because none of us can cheat before God in what we do. Another personal thought comes into my mind on this Good Shepherd Sunday. It goes back to my ordination day as a priest, when one of the sisters who taught me at school gave me a small card on the reverse of which she'd written some words of St Peter. Make God's call and choice of you a daily experience. And I've kept that card in my breviary, the office book, to remind me whenever I see it that we cannot freewheel. We cannot tread water in our vocation. We either go forwards or back. We can either swim or we sink. We can't tread water in our vocation. And that's why daily we need to renew that moment when we said to God, I will. This Sunday, we're reminded in another lovely icon that's painted for us in words by St. John in his gospel that Jesus is a shepherd who cares for us, his sheep, with an intimate concern. And this care for the flock continues through the ministry of the priesthood. To be a shepherd after the heart of Christ requires not only the daily renewal of the I will, the yes, 
that we pronounced at the beginning, it requires a complete configuration of our being and our personality with that of the eternal High Priest Jesus Christ. Many people today are surprised and amazed when someone gives their life for Christ and his church. They reason that they must be rather suspect and dodgy. Indeed, many people are amazed even when someone wants to commit to a life of social, total self-giving in marriage. They say it's not natural. And they're right, because it's supernatural. There's a conversation I love, allegedly, between Napoleon and the great Cardinal Consalvi. The emperor stated, I will destroy the church. The cardinal responded, but the clergy have been doing that for the last 2,000 years, and still they haven't succeeded. Even when the storms hit the boat of Peter, as they have done in our own times, and the boat has taken on so much water, even to the verge of it capsizing, God never abandons his church. All of us know, and perhaps we've witnessed what happens when we live only a natural earthly life. We know what happens when we allow boredom, routine and lukewarmness to set in. We lose a sense of enthusiasm and a sense of purpose in our lives when we fail to live as Christ did. This is what happens. And the call to all of us is to be daily renewed in our faith and in our vocation. And in all of it, we have to rely on each other. As I've said before, often the priests need the example of their people, seeing them live their lives in fidelity to their vocation in order to help us remain faithful to ours. We all have the same temptations. We all have the same forces trying to draw us away from what we've promised. Something so consoling and reassuring for the clergy and for people is that whenever the priest goes to the altar each day, when he goes to pray, he takes his people with him. Pope Francis reminded us of this in one of his Holy Thursday homilies a few years ago. He said the sacred robes of the high priest were rich in symbolism. One such symbol is that the names of the children of Israel were engraved on the precious stones mounted on the shoulder pieces of the ephod, the ancestor of our present-day Chazubal, six on the right shoulder and six on the left. The names of the twelve tribes of Israel were also engraved on the breastplate. This means that the priest celebrates by carrying on his shoulders the people entrusted to his care and bearing their names written in his heart. When we put on our chasuble, it might well make us feel upon our shoulders and in our hearts the burdens and the faces of our faithful people, our saints and martyrs, of whom there are many in these times. At least I find this a great comfort that together we can pray and support one another in the daily task of living within the flock that Christ leads, guided by shepherds on earth and supported from above with the love of the mother of the eternal high priest who is helping us to remain faithful to what we have promised. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, lead us to share in the joys of heaven so that the humble flock may reach where the brave shepherd has gone before who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen.